Last time, the split party continued to go about their own business. While Akka met with his new client, the Odiug named Big Greasy, Tally was approached about a bounty hunting job out in near space by a fellow hunter. Meanwhile, after doing what he could for the wounded at the carnival attack, Lemon gathered some intel on potential culprits to the senseless attack before heading back to the Serenite Church over in the neighborhood of Little Ninshabur. But where we left off last, where we're going to start out this time, Brasha and Sig went to meet with uh, the Kerensky Watanabe Corporation in their uh, private space dock. They were uh, greeted when they entered the conference room to the Verthani and Marakoi uh, benefactor sitting at the table, but behind them was a really pissed off elf who was uh, rather sinister in detailing how uh, she tracked them down to uh, confront Brasha. Uh, made it clear that uh, Sig is one of her was one of her uh, subordinates. And um, rather than uh, giving up access codes to the King Kearney Caspar, Rasha decided to uh, eschew diplomacy, and we're going to jump right into combat. Uh, and now I will move you to the very complex map that I made for this combat. I hope you're all ready to see this. I was just I'm so squares. excited! <laughs> this is going to probably be what? Yeah, that's what oh, I expected. Okay a conference room for the listeners yes so uh, you are in a, it's a 20 by 25 conference room <laughs> with a table in the middle and a chair i spent, I spent a lot actually i bought this one this i like from, it uh... okay yeah, but you took it you clearly cut it as part of an it's part of another map oh absolutely here i'll, I'll show you the rest because it's funny to me so complicated Oh. oh, wow. Yeah, but, but that stuff isn't there. You're in a starship. I just needed a, a nice size conference room uh, for our purposes here. So It uh, looks good, Don. Yes. You know what, Frog? Beautiful. Take a hero point. <laughs> Thank you. You can't use it, but yeah. one anyway. <laughs> I like that this is like this big fancy ship, and their conference room is like half the size of my tech lab. <laughs> Maybe where they skimped on conference room space, they uh, expanded on their weapon systems. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I mean, that's fair. Yeah. That makes sense. It's just funny. Uh, just so for me, the two, like, on top of the table are Kerensky and Watanabe? Yes. Yeah, okay, Kerensky cool. and Watanabe are on uh, sitting uh, stone still in their chairs, uh, flanking kind of like up against the table and behind them a step is uh, the mistress. She refused to give another name. So uh, when you're ready, almost, we're going to get into it. Why? Why are you that? I don't know. Oh, freehand. There we go. I figured it out, boys. Cool. What there the hell go. are you doing? I put Gustavo on the map. Oh, fuck. I forgot to throw that guy. <laughs> I, he did not level up, so he is uh, not going to be so helpful. <clears throat> All I need him to do is hold her down. 
Okay. Let me just restore Gustavo. Good catch. <laughs> I uh <laughs> I forgot to put Gustavo. Oh. I mean That's I like my icon better, but Okay. <laughs> uh so so the rest of the thing doesn't exist. For, like that's just for like you guys as players let you know like <laughs> i just grabbed it from one of the many maps i have from miska's maps uh by the way good place to uh, get maps i'm a patron i get quite a lot of my maps from him uh good good guy good artist and uh i didn't get paid to uh give that little promo so uh i need to roll for <laughs> gustavo's initiative i suppose I suppose. I think I just made this combat easier for Rasha, and I don't like that. You also started out by saying that she put her sword on the table, so... Mm-hmm. I know what I did. I know what I do. Cool. Have you rolled for initiative? <laughs> yeah, I rolled last week. It was a 19. That was the last thing that happened. Two plus, gotcha. or, uh, 12 plus 7. Okay. Why is my phone buzzing? You should be on Do Not Disturb, you silly Billy. <laughs> right on. Okay, so uh, we all roll for initiative. Top of the round, Rasha, you have the drop on her because the mistress had her very lethal-looking sword laying on the table. So she is uh, without weapons. What do you want to do? Rasha is going to jump up onto the table, do a little hup-ho. Okay. Uh, One foot on the chair, one foot on the table. And he's going to uh, bury his heel on the cross guard of her sword and just kick it backwards towards Sig. <laughs> okay. I'll let that all be one movement action. Sure. <clears throat> and uh, then Brasha is going to materialize Delicassere from mm-hmm. his interdimensional space. Just pointed at her. Um, Sig would be able to tell that it's not powered, but she's never seen this mishmash contraption before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's just going to point it straight at her chest and say, uh, you said I had chosen death, but my life has more value to me alive. So uh, I think a better option for you, unless you want to see just how much pain overcharged plasma causes when it's inserted directly into your bloodstream I propose we go a different direction and you actually listen to what I am saying to you hmm? does that sound good to you or do I open fire shit well done um, <laughs> she stands there glowering looks at Sig. He, he hasn't done anything, but you have definitely kicked that uh, sword over there. It might have even hit him. I don't know. <laughs> um, Give me a bluff check. Bluff? Oh. Don, baby. I would love to. Um, I don't know that I want to re-roll that. It's not great. Um, hmm. No, I'll keep it and just roll my d6 with it. Okay. Oh, that is 11 plus 16. 27. Okay. Uh, she, she, she had a sneer on her face, uh, but she's looking at this gun eye level. 
this is a fairly big gun. It's not a heavy weapon, but it is a good sized rifle that you made. Yeah, it's it's very heavy. <laughs> you had your chance to talk. And you did not listen. That is why I'm asking if you are willing to listen now. I think I'd rather just take my toy back, take my pet back, and kill everyone in this room. And I need you to give me a will save. Um... God, what is with this die? Uh, 13? Hey, that's a fail. Okay, uh, so you are standing there and you immediately freeze into place. You are fully aware, but you can't take any actions as she lifts her hand up, her eyes glow, and you are held. Yeah, that's fair. And she's going to look over to Sig and give a sharp little whistle. Sig, my pet! Please, return my weapon. And... Can I still talk or no? You are paralyzed. Oh, if I'm paralyzed, then no. Yeah, not even... Yeah, can't even speech. Um, can't even speech. I can't even speech. <laughs> wow. Um, standard action. Pulls out hand. And uh, she's going to stand there, waiting for Sig to act. And at Sig's turn... He is going to reach down, grumbling, pick up the sword, uh, hold it like very, like, he's very much not picking it up as a weapon. He's picking up as a honored treasure you can't turn around and see, but facing doesn't matter to Starfinder. But Sig picks this thing up and holds it like it's a delicate flower. Starts to walk around the table, and he is going to switch grips and hold it as a weapon and walk up and try and run the mistress through. Uh, yes. Rasta, over the last few sessions, I have been having you roll some checks. And, uh, yeah, you have. Um, your, your, your diplomacy, your, the, the way you've spoken speech, some of it wasn't always rolls, but some of the actions you did. Uh, you have turned this grumpy boy's heart and uh, he is now going to... Don't pay attention to... Uh, okay, this is a plus 10. Uh, 22. Uh, definitely hits KAC as Sig takes this Rack Devastation Blade uh, as he, he, he drives it forward, uh, piercing into her. That's 2d8 of damage. Plus his strength. 15 points of damage as he uh, just slices into her and she screams out in pain. And uh, that's his turn. I don't know if Starfinder has it. Does she have to roll like a con concentration save on her spell? Uh, let me check. It typically does when casting. It's no, that's one not round per level. Spell oh, okay. okay. Each round on your turn, you can spend a full action to throw it off. But no, it isn't uh, a concentration spell. Good catch, though. <clears throat> a level two spell. Uh, Gustavo is up. Gustavo is blind, but he heard everything that's going on. He uh, shake not shakily. He pulls out a pistol and uh, walks around to the other side. And uh, Madam, you are outmatched. You must surrender your weapon. Well, you must surrender before we have to put you down. It is not too late. As I said before, I am not 
party to what is ever going on between you. But you are threatening my employers and my contract ends when payment has touched my accounts. And he's got this uh, little laser pistol pointed right at her. And she's just seething, just looking at you and holding uh, holding your gaze now, Brasha, as she looks to you as it's your turn. Uh, I'm going to try and throw it off. I can't do anything else. <laughs> yep. Four round. Another will save. Another will save. Come on. Fucking A. And that one. <laughs> okay. Yep. Uh, that one is a critical fail. Uh, nothing... Just, just maintains. Um, so she's still got you. She is standing there, holding uh, one hand up from casting the spell. And now she's going to look to Sig, and he needs to give a, a fortitude save as she reaches up with her other hand and casts another spell. Sig fails. She uh, manipulates mystical energy around Sig, and uh, a vice-like grip of energy circles around his uh, scrawny little neck and he's going to take 3d8 damage as she psychokinetically strangles this motherfucker I will not be taken down lightly I am not these pathetic hobgoblins you will be taken out I will take you all down myself Uh, so Sig just took 13 points of damage as uh, we move to his turn, each round, uh, no, no, creature is immobilized, cannot move, and must hold its breath. The creature can still attack with any of its weapons, except bite attacks. Uh, each round, the spell affects the target. The target can attempt a fortitude save to half the damage and avoid being immobilized. So he is uh, standing there, sword in his hands. He's going to try to give another fortitude save. Okay, uh, he uh, shakes it off. Uh, damage will be halved for this, but uh, he can now move and he clears his throat. I am going to kill you with your own weapon, you evil, evil person. And once again, plus 10. Not one. Oh, fuck, where's my critical fumble deck? Way the hell over there. God damn it, Sig. I gave you one job, and it was to kill your old boss. I mean, when I heard that threat to you evil, evil person, I mean, that's why I got an at one. That's what it was worth. <laughs> okay. We're going to have to put him in, like, speech therapy class or something. Like, oration lessons. Keith will uh, do it. Okay. Both of those suck, so he just misses. He doesn't do anything cool, nothing. All of them, both both of those crypt fumbles. Uh, so he just tries to swing out, and just a little unnerved, Sig just misses as uh, it's uh, Gustavo's turn. And I haven't looked at Gustavo's character sheet in literal months, so let me see what this... He's still a level 6 guy. I made him powerful at the time. Uh, but weapon-wise... I literally gave him nothing. So he's just going to have an azimuth laser pistol. Uh, 18 plus all that will hit uh, for a d4 plus 6 damage. So that's Mistress. 
so she's taking some damage. Um, and Brasha, it's uh, your turn again. Yep. Man, dude. It's a 12? No, that's an 11 to break. Okay. That's a fail. And uh, because she took damage, uh, she had to. She uh, can no longer concentrate enough to get that uh, psychokinetic strangulation going. So Sig uh, is fully free from that. Brasha, you aren't able to free yourself as we uh, go back to the mistress. Ross is just dancing in his head. Okay. Uh, you have her only weapon that I gave her. Good job on that. That was her one level one spell. She is going to look over to Gustavo now and say, um, you aren't a very good puppy dog. In fact, you're rather a bad dog. And she's going to cast another spell, just a spell slinging lady. And fails that as you see uh, Gustavo drop his gun, fall down to his hands and knees, and uh, she just casts Bale Polymorph on him. And uh, his body starts to shift as his Polymorph spell contorts, twists, and makes him into uh, a rather dopey looking Doberman. No, it's a dopey looking dog. Mastiff? Uh, uh, Dachshund? Dachshund, yeah, just a dopey-looking white fur dachshund with uh, blind eyes. Just big, exaggerated, bestial face. She is going to take a guarded step back towards uh, the the dumb little dog. Uh, Meanwhile, so while this has been going on, uh, uh, Watanabe and Kerensky haven't moved one bit. They, uh, They are... Uh, as you got around to the side, you saw that they were actually uh, uh, tied to the chairs, so they haven't been able to get up. And uh, Watanabe is just silently crying, and Kerensky's in his own little world because he had a holographic visor over uh, eyes, and he's just been like, whatever he's looking at, uh, it's way more interesting to him at the time. He's no help whatsoever. Sigmus brought uh, Gustavo did the attack. Now it's back up to Brash's turn. Yeah, well, one of these times I'll continue to roll under a five. Oh no, okay. So you are held. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Brasha, you are held, and uh, I think that's where we're going to leave you for a little bit. We're going to zoom okay. away from here. You can't move. Maybe give your dice some time to wake up, calm down, whatever. But uh, we're going to go back to uh, the center of Absalom Station, the the nice part of town, as it were, to a little homebrew village town neighborhood that I made up called Little Ninshabur, which is uh, named after a realm in heaven that uh, has ties I can't fully remember that <laughs> go to uh, Saren Ray. So Lemon... You, you got some intel on some of the gang violence that took place and it has been taking place in Absalom Station. Uh, the people there were treated to proper hospital care. They were all taken away. Uh, you got some intel like, hey, you know, all these gangs it's, 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 a, it's a real uh, powder keg when you mix the upper and lower portions of the station together and uh, just gang fights broke out. Um but they're being seen to. You did everything you could. There were no casualties. Uh, You were able to stave all that off, but uh, you decided to uh, 
pack it in and uh, head back to the church. So uh, you walk up to the church and it's probably late afternoon, evening, Absalom Station, standard time at the at the moment. Um, so you get up, there's people filing in and out. It's a very open area. Um, the church always has people coming and going. So uh, you walk up, there's music playing, there's people sitting in pews. What are you up to? What's uh, what's what's Lemon's plan for this evening? Lemon is a little disturbed by the violence that he saw. It's um it reminds him of certain things. <clears throat> and he's not truly feeling up to any type of reverie or even much socialization currently. Okay. Uh, Lemon will go and into the church and probably hmm, I don't know if a confessional section is correct for this. Yeah, I was gonna ask. Um, so this, you know, you are my guy to go to for Saren Ray. I go to people for different things. So would Saren Ray, being the the goddess of redemption and all that. Would there be confessional booths? I'm sure there would be, but it may not be like your typical like uh, confessional booths. It may more be the equivalency of like um, uh, therapy uh, okay. sessions per se. You okay. know, you're probably not going to be in a booth, you know, kneeling down, you know, not seeing your person or whatnot. Gotcha. It's probably more like you know, you go to a room, and there are trained individuals to help deal with uh trauma uh, uh and, and like you know be very non-judgmental judgmental sorry sure judgmental <laughs> Judge writing it down that's a good that. that's a good name yeah i want to coin that word for something now <laughs> uh okay anyways <laughs> very being very non-judgmental and probably trying to help said individuals like seek redemption through mm -hmm. Saren Ray, or even just outright uh, professional help, even if they're not, you know, uh, faithful or believer. Social services more than just in a way, uh, yeah. But even empty just promises. like the, yeah, like you know, they probably do all sorts, like you know the the equivalency of like you know the suicide hotline, the depression hotline, sure, you know, uh, stress hotline. <laughs> they just encompass those hotlines, of course. Uh, and they also have obviously. Uh, their own places where that can be that are very comfortable, not threatening, mm -hmm. very, very much pastel colors. <laughs> um, so, Lemon will actually go to there. Okay. And he will seek out. I'm assuming Lemon probably has a few confidants within the church. Uh, probably. Yeah, you're in good standing, so yeah, you probably definitely have contacts people uh, may even recognize you from uh just looking at you yeah i, I kind of stick out to say the least sure um but he will find someone probably of a bit of an older age maybe somebody who has some knowledge of past you know events in lemon's uh history okay so yeah you uh go around uh, go through the halls, you see, like, and I feel like, you know, you can, 
you can display like the, the way I'm going to picture is like these rooms where people set up. It's not like uh, office cubicles where like this is where you have to go. It's like, hey, I'm checking out this room. I'm going to be available to people. And uh, I think uh, you, you spend some time going down the halls as I vamp and look for a good gnome name. You find the office cubicle area that says uh, available. There's a vacancy in this office uh, for uh, an elderly gnome that you knew from a while back named uh, Whizbang is the best name that I'm finding. But um, <laughs> uh, you open the door. Yeah, Whizbang. Very uh, Serenite. <laughs> very gnomish. Uh, sitting, sitting on like a, a pyramid of pillows uh, a, a bleachling gnome sits uh, wearing very much uh, the similar robes to you uh, they open their eyes as you walk in oh my, my boy hello lemon hello Wizbang. it is good to see you uh, did you have this room checked out am, am I invading your space no actually um, if you have some time I wouldn't mind uh, speaking with you. Of course, of course. Uh, and he uh, does a, a backward somersault uh, off the pyramid and uh, stands himself up, fixes the robes, uh, sits down uh, on the floor. There's chairs all over, there's benches, there's couches, but he's he's going to sit on the floor cross-legged and looks up at you. Lemon will also sit on the floor cross, cross-legged. What's, what's on your mind? I haven't seen you in a bit. Where have... Uh... Where has Saren Ray's light taken you? Um, it has taken me far. Uh, I end up taking a job with an acquaintance of mine, Tally, a friend, in fact, uh, working with the path with the Starfinders. <clears throat> and there were some interesting discoveries there. It worried me greatly but I believe the end results is for the best uh, and will probably help these people in the long end <sighs> to be honest what troubles me mostly is well the senseless violence that I have just recently seen um, after completing a side mission or discovery as it were uh for some missing individuals um, coming out of the sewer which I do hope I do not smell I tried my best to um, re alleviate the odor okay. you, you see him like taking a big inhalation, hold it exhale no uh, a little bit of sweat, a little bit of grime but we're on Absalom it's, it's fine Yes, good. At least, at least I was able to get most of it off. I saw carnage at a festival. I guess it was between just two rival gangs in Absalon, and it just it worried me deeply. Such random, pointless violence. It reminded me of things obviously uh, about them and what they do 
and then it reminded me of people I once knew and such. And I don't know, it was just, it was nagging at my mind greatly. You survived the ordeal from before. You've gone on to do great things, uh, continue to do great things. You are a help to many, a comfort to those around you. It's, it's of course, natural to have all that come back, uh, witnessing it. Um, the most recent... Was it the same people? Was it... Um, was it the same kind of violence that you witnessed before? Or something new? No, no. I didn't even witness the violence. It was the aftermath that I saw. And it wasn't nothing. It wasn't anything new. Um, it was simply a reminder. Do you feel you've not fully moved on? Do you feel you are in control? That is always a question, isn't it? For when can one know they're truly in control all the time? It's hard to say. I feel I'm in control, but it's always... It's always something to consider and reflect upon. Uh, yes, that's uh, something I've learned in my life. There is literally always something. We don't ever really escape any of it. Uh, you had a rather rough start to your journey, so it's it's, it's tough. Did it? It's tough. We we sit in here. We 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 accept people's uh, admissions. Uh, we offer them guidance towards their own redemption. Um, of course, you know this. But you know who helps? Who? He's talking to himself. Who heals the healers? Am I right? Yes. It it is always a conundrum to say the least it's it's good to simply talk about it I find I do hope that one day it will not worry me as much but I fear that it'll always be there he's uh, got a twinkle in his eyes he uh, cocks an eyebrow well you're still young plenty of time to mature and uh, grow beyond uh past pains fade they fade fade and fade and one day you everything fades your hair your skin it all fades uh so sitting there uh for those that may not know i uh this is a bleaching gnome so um i talk enough uh dj do you want to you want to drop a little uh bit on uh, gnomes and Lore? bleachings. Um, yes, Please. bleaching. You know it. Yes, the bleaching's a, it's a sad event, really, for an Pathfinder and uh, Starfinder as well. Basically gnomes technically thing. do not have a, how should we put it, expiration date. <laughs> they don't die of old age. Uh, they technically live forever. Yep. But... Um, gnomes and Pathfinder and Starfinder have a strong connection to the first world, the Feywild. 
and this is what gives them their sense of uh, curiosity, always wanting to have new experiences, uh, uh, events, things like that. The problem with gnomes is when they start lacking new experiences, their essence begins to fade, and they slowly begin to blanch or bleach, mm -hmm. however you want to enunciate it. Their whole body becomes gray or white, and they lose their luster of almost like childlike wonder and a curiosity, and they become very jaded, um, standoffish often, and just simply grumpy, too. Uh, and they just stay that way. Yep. So th this this very old gnome, uh, who you've known probably a long time. Um, the extent you can make up however you like uh, but I imagine like as ever since you joined the church proper they've been an Absalom station uh, they've been a, a guiding as as this conversation gone on I just realized um, I'm basically ripping off Yoda but I'm not doing the dumb voice uh, but Wizbang has always been on Absalom station in the Serenite church he's always been uh, a guiding light uh giving people perspective, being functionally immortal. Uh, people from all walks of life have uh, sought out Whizbang's uh, legendary guidance. But uh, he just sits there and he looks at you and... So, you've finished this side mission, you say? Uh, so, this uh, other mission of yours, you I know you are a uh, part-time Starfinder field agent. Always nice to hear your uh, exploits there that's kind of nice to live vicariously through uh your adventures um i you know i'll actually show him some pictures you okay. know this actually might be of interest to you um we met a new species or subspecies apparently um that i kind of look around just to make sure no one else is listening you know almost like just Oh, oh, trying to be a little overdramatic to pique his interest. Sure. Apparently, they're an offshoot of the swarm that are free, very similar to the Sheeran. He, uh, he scoots a little closer, like not even getting up, just scoots his butt closer to you to uh, look at your uh, data pad. Oh, yes, another insectoid species. Very cool, very nice, very exciting, uh, very distinct. Uh, not quite Sheeran, not quite Formian, not quite at all Trox, but yep. And he's kind of squinting, looking at him. Uh, and you were able to help them. Hard to say. Um, we were able to do something for them. I personally felt that their isolation is probably a hindrance to them. Though some of them did come with us, and they are now here on Absalon Station. The remainder of their hive uh, stayed on their isolated planet, and in fact, they reactivated a barrier that I guess has protected them for however long they've been there. I feel, though, that that stagnation may hurt them in the long end. But I guess it's small steps, as always. Yes, uh, just as uh, you were once mistreated. Uh, they are cautiously putting their hand out to the universe at large to uh, perhaps 
uh, join, but they gotta protect themselves. Completely understand that. Um, yes. Protecting yourself is important. Yes. And uh, not, not uh, to forget what was harmed, but uh, to learn from it. So, the fact that you're able to compartmentalize the fact uh, you feel differently about their situation, but you still respected their choice shows a uh, remarkable wisdom, my friend. Let me ask you something. Have you... I know I probably shouldn't even ask, but have you heard anything about their... the cult's movements lately? Ah. Ah. Uh, face kind of darkens. Uh, the... the, 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 the upraised eyebrows furrow well yes uh to be honest there have been movements i, I do keep track of uh, a lot of key players uh in the system i don't get out and explore much but uh, i do hear quite a bit i have heard uh traders uh traders i should say traders have uh been skirting uh around a certain area of uh, the diaspora where the uh Reports of uh, gruesome assaults have taken place. We don't know if they're pirates. I think they could be the cult. Uh, it's a little, little more chaotic than uh, those freewheeling uh, privateers tend to be. But um, I'm sure that if it's them, we would, they would know. Yes. There's not exact. They're not exactly there for piracy. Yes. Yes. Uh, reports we're getting in that uh, ships are being. Uh, just mangled, uh, not not just you know disabled and boarded and taken, but uh, just ripped apart like savage animals, as the cult often behaves. Um, and he he stops a moment. His his eyes kind of narrow. Uh, are you still searching for them? I don't think I'll ever be able to stop. If you say you uh, joined up with people. Uh, you mentioned Tally before. I know she is a powerful force to reckon with. Yes, she is quite apt at using her weaponry. I do wonder if the appeal of her to me is because of what has happened in the past. Maybe there's an odd slight comfort to it. I don't know. She's a tall drink of water, to be sure. If you are wanting to investigate, um, I definitely wouldn't go alone, obviously. Take take your friend Tally, take uh, anyone with you, anyone. Uh, perhaps we could find someone to uh, link up with here to uh, provide uh, additional uh, clerical assistance. <laughs> um, but uh, the diaspora is where I would cast my eye I may have to investigate that then if I can't find them I don't know what I will do really well it's, it's a particular, particularly difficult scourge to wipe from the galaxy uh, a lot of damaged broken people who could use a lot a lot of Saren Ray's light I tried to help everyone I can. I truly do. But to be honest, and at this point, Lemon starts to get up and 
start and like starts to make his way towards the um, exit or mm. the entrance to the room and says, "For all the people I help, I don't think I could ever truly be satisfied until I find that one and help them again, like they helped me." He'll uh, slowly rise to his feet, does uh, straighten up his robes again. There's no telling if that opportunity will be given to you. That life led there is uh, difficult to have a long career in, as you know, but if it is your goal, if it is something you strive for, you must see it through, of course. Uh, and if there's any, ever anything I can do to help you, need just call. I will, I'll, I'll strap on the, uh, pistol i'll i'll get the armor i'll pack some holy water and uh i'll be right by your side you just say the word well if there's anybody i'd like to take in the battle that at least sees my point of view it would definitely be you sir and at that i'll give like a bow and um thank you very much for your time Uh, i hope to see you again soon uh likewise and uh, he'll uh, shuffle over to a little desk and uh, start uh, helping himself to some treats. And you just hear, like, as you walk out and shut the door, you just hear crunching as uh, as Whizbang tucks into a little snack. And uh, where are you going to go after this? Um, I think Lemon will probably seclude himself for some prayer for a while. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, there, yeah, you have housing here uh as we as we established in the first episode of uh season two you have uh it's probably a spartan room it's probably not very lavish uh because a lot of people come and go from uh the church so you definitely have your own private spot you can uh seek guidance within and uh we are going to uh zip over back to uh the docks and uh, the mistress, no longer holding uh, uh, Sig in place, having cast more spells. She's hurt pretty good. If you're looking at her, she has taken a couple good licks so far. Nothing, like, devastating, but uh, looking all around. I had hoped that we could come to an agreement. I could slaughter you all now, but since I have you where I'd like you, and your two pals haven't been able to do the trick, I think this is where I will bid you adieu, Captain Brockham, real name. Keep the goblin, keep keep the hobgoblin, keep the sword as a memento, and just know that I will find you again. and. I will not be coming alone. Nice. And uh, as a as a as a move action, uh, you see her armor start to glow, uh, like uh, like little panels here and there, uh, like mirrors light up, and then uh, she vanishes. She just disappears in front of you, uh, and you're you're still stuck there. You're out of combat. Sig, uh, looking around takes a couple shots uh, towards the door because he can hear movement. Well, let me see if he can hear movement. 
he can kind of hear movement <laughs> uh, as uh, she leaves the place. And after a few moments, Brasha, uh, you can move again. You're no longer paralyzed, standing on top of the table. As Sig the entire time has had the sword out, like uh, like held like someone who doesn't use swords, just like outstretched way too far, just kind of like walk uh, like waving it around. And uh, you are no longer paralyzed. <clears throat> Give me one second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Um, Russia uh, stands there for a few more seconds, just like pointed, gun still pointed at uh, where she was standing. And then he. Uh, he throws Delicacerae down at the table, but it, like, disintegrates before it actually hits the table and goes back into its extra-dimensional <laughs> space and just kind of does a little, like, heel kick on the table, just... <sighs> and I'll, I'll turn towards Watanabe and I'll say... I'm terribly sorry that you got caught up in this, Mistress Watanabe. I did not expect her to attempt such a corporate maneuver. Uh, Yes, she uh, found us on Verses, said she was uh, an associate of yours. said she had some business to do and we weren't really keen on her. Kerensky in particular didn't really like her aura he said. I don't I don't see auras um, but when she she showed that and she points at Sig when she showed that weapon of hers uh, we knew your, you were our best uh, uh, way of getting out of this alive um, and uh, around that moment, uh, Gustavo, I forgot that uh, he he wasn't swinging, he wasn't like pointing his gun around. He was turned into a dopey looking dog, uh, like a weird pop sound, and uh, he stands up, shakes. So embarrassing that she chose that for him. Um, you are still of... more useful than I was, friend. She seems to have a real... Oh, man, what's the term that's not hard on? She seems to really have an axe to grind against you, my friend. Uh, And she had no love for me uh, either. Uh, Do you think I need to be worried? And he's uh, turning his face to uh, all of you. I think... You are just in the wrong place at the wrong time. I think she just has a problem with me and, well, Sig as well, but you just happen to be there. But what's done is done. She uh, certainly does have an axe to grind with me, I suppose, but... uh, I don't think she realizes that now I have an axe to grind with her. And next time I won't be so... mm, 
Well, I won't be tiptoeing among the tulips uh, before I shoot her. It would really help if your weapon was charged, too. Um, you could have well, this. I don't want it. I had more. I had one more shot left uh, through my static, but I was hoping she was going to see reason with a barrel down her face. She, uh... uh she doesn't really do reason. She she rules us with fear, and this is what she wields when she's disciplining us. And uh, he's gonna hold up this uh, pretty gruesome-looking blade. I'm gonna share a handout of the Rack Devastation. It, it is uh, the third one from the bottom here. Uh, kind of neat-looking sword of a uh, reasonable level for you, uh, well, for her. Um, but it's uh, it's a bit like a sci-fi version of uh, Aragorn's sword is kind of the best. It's got the wide palm or the uh, wide cross guard, uh, but the blade is uh, isn't a solid single blade. It's like two fuck I'm not doing a good job of describing this blade it's, it's, it's one long blade but in the center there's like a gap in between two halves and uh it's like as you as Sig was handing it over it kind of swinging it around uh bifurcated blade thank you Sean this is why I keep you around it's not for the way you handle robots recording robots um but yeah the bifurcated blade uh like it's got a like a weird hazy trail that it leaves as it's swinging around and you you may know this uh, or I'll just tell you now uh, an ominous uh, magic uh, weapon fusion hmm uh, is this in tech rev or uh, no it's a core rule book uh, weapon no, fusion just... uh, no, no, the, uh, the, uh, the sword I'm just not seeing oh no one. no core rule book page one 88 it looks like uh, I'll post it on social media it's just core rulebook art it's been around for four years now people can get it but also in this picture is a picture of what the fang blade a fang blade looks like uh, Tally if you're looking uh, if that's how you see it that's cool if not that's cool also but I saw it when I was like oh I want to see I want a cool looking uh, weapon for this lady I, I totally thought you were gonna pass that uh, will save so that went much differently than I, I thought. So, um, yeah, you're out of combat. Siga offers you up this sword. He's not very proficient with it. Uh, it'll do 2d8. Uh, it has the ominous fusion. Analog. Nice sword. Um, cool. I'll sling it on my hip, uh, clanging it lightly against the jinxing blade that I also have <laughs> there. Yeah, that's right. You have that as well. Uh, good. Also, just as an aside, good job. Uh, I thought I was going to be able to get the sword before you. Um, good job there. Uh, I thought I was going to be able to shoot her or do anything. So. <laughs> Sorry. Kinda. It happens. Uh, so, yeah, out of combat, uh, Watanabe gets up. She goes over to uh, Kerensky and uh, peels off the uh, the holographic visor poor thing was in a VR mindscape 
situation. He has a bit of a using problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, Probably best that he was in there for that whole shindig anyway. Yes. Uh, uh, he very fixated on his vid games, uh, virtual worlds and all that. Uh, and uh, having the, the visor removed uh, a few minutes later, like a, like a solid minute, um, this Marikoi Kerensky, uh, he's got like insectoid eyes, like legit, like housefly eyeballs on this furred monkey creature. Very cool species. Um, kind of like comes into focus, cocks ahead. I, I just want to point out with that species, literally there are seven genders in it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, very, very cool. Uh, I love them a lot. Try not to use them too much, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're from the uh, Berthedon Moon of Marata. Um, yeah, uh, so he uh, kind of focuses, rubs. I don't know how you would rub a compound eye. I feel like it would be tricky, but uh, clears clears their eyes, looks up at you. Oh, you're the captain. You're the guy. You're the guy that we sent. You made it back. Um, I'm still standing on top of the table right now. Yeah. Uh, but I'll, I'll go into a fairly deep bow to probably at least put myself at eye level with him. And just, it is an honor to meet you, sir. Uh, I have heard, I wouldn't say a great many things, but at least a fair amount. Oh. I'll extend a hand. Uh, they'll reach out a hand, shake it firmly. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, what? Uh, Tama has told me great things about you and your crew. Uh, we've already started uh, dissecting your initial reports, and I gotta say, we, we sent you out to check on our crew. Uh, tip a tip a finger over to uh, Gustavo, who just kind of sits, <laughs> lounges in the very comfy office chairs that are in here. It may not be a very big conference room, but damn, these chairs are comfy. Um, and that. We just wanted you to check on our people, and you f you found an entire new society of people lost to the gap, to ages, to the swarm. It's it's amazing. You, uh, unfortunately, the, the terraforming venture wasn't a complete success, but we we've we've sent out a couple feelers and uh, people very interested in this phenomenon with the the, the cloud. And he's like like gesticulating. Uh, cloud cover, uh, very very nice stuff. Um, we, we've been able to get a couple grants approved for other projects. You know, we're, so you know, life doesn't give you always what you what you ask for, but uh, you get you get other things. So we're we're shifting shifting gears now, and it's all thanks to you. Uh, uh, Tama handles the money, of course. I just uh, I wanted to thank you personally. Um, rather long ride uh she let me she let me in the games for much longer than normal uh it's kind of funny uh so thank you uh th this will be the conclusion of, of of our dealings together but um uh is there is there anything you could like tell me about uh uh that the, the device you mentioned uh i'd like to keep the majority of the details a little close to the vest but here and i'll uh, make a copy of that, um, <laughs> the, like, 
very basic dumbed down yeah. version yeah. of it that I gave to the Vesk, and I'll uh, toss it to him and say, uh, "Expend on that how you will." I I see. Uh, uh, and I'm gonna have him just do like a flat intelligence check. He is a pretty good intelligence. I didn't make stat blocks for him, but natural twenty. He is going to look <laughs> over this for a few minutes. Uh, if if you don't mind me saying so, you're a very uh, shrewd individual. I I could tell you put in what you wanted to put in, but I I can't really use much of this. I know all the, but you know what? Yeah, you, you risk life and limb. Yeah, you, you could have been overtaken by a evil swarm queen. I whatever you can make of it. Maybe I'll 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 read about it in some journal in the future. But I you're very very tricky, Captain. Well, uh, that's sort of basic plans that I'm distributing for some personal goals, but uh, if you can figure anything out from them, message me and we can uh, sort of go over it together sometime. And uh, I don't know how a compound eye winks either, but we're going to close out this scene with Tama handing you a sizable amount of credits. Um, Eric, what number did I uh, eventually decide on? I don't know, like 400,000. Eric, no? Okay. Uh, I think it was 12,000 each. Yes, it was 12,000 each. I was just curious how honest you were going to be with me. That was was a little trick. Not 400k. 12k (laughs) each. For four of you. For four of us? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I was like, Keith. Yeah, you know, Keith. Yeah, Keith wasn't was it, in Keith the was contract. There, yeah. Sig was a stowaway assassin. Yeah. Uh, Karina is a drone AI, and yeah. um, Grab yeah, Four yeah. uh, wasn't known of. So yeah, you you will each be getting twelve thousand credits whenever Brasha deems fit to give it to you. But I want to close out the scene and jump to the next one with uh. A hearty yeah. Marakoi wink. Uh, yeah. Russia winks back at him and strolls out. Uh, and he's got some crafting to do. Right on. So you're headed back to the bizarre encounter. Mm-hmm. Right on. So, zooming across the station, we are going to. Okay, I I really have time to do one of your scenes. Good. Who wants to? Who wants it? Keep or Tally? Give it to Keep. All right. We are going to zoom back away from the docks, back to the Lorespire complex of Absalom Station, the headquarters of the Starfinder Society. And we're going to go slightly past the, the campuses of the Starfinders and uh, to a uh, six-story building known as Hammond Hall named after one of the uh, developers of Starfinder the game, uh, Amanda Hammond that's why I named it that I was real clever and she liked the tweet so ha 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 Um, but we're going to uh, push in on uh, the outer doors and uh, riding atop the back of a six foot tall drone with a trench coat is our favorite otter in the world, Keith I'll... What are you up to? Um, 
I think... Jack, do you mind going in the elevator? Let's let's head home. We gotta get packing. Um, do you know if I have any oysters left? Ah, oh fuck! Don't. I forgot about the voice I have to do for him now. Um, <laughs> Comrade Keith, you have but one oyster remaining in the dormitory. If the uh... roommate unit hadn't absconded with them in our absence. Yeah, let's throw those out. Okay, okay. Well, let's find out, and if there aren't any, well, we'll have just, just to make one more stop. You get uh, up to the steps of Hammond Hall, and uh, as you open up, uh, as as Jack opens up the doors, uh, they, they hiss open, and uh, standing in the lobby, it's a, it's a modest lobby, but... Um, People like stop and stare, and they start to cheer when they see that it's you, Keith. Um, it's been a couple hours, so it's been at least two hours since um, coming back up, and uh, the news of the people missing that were found has spread through Hammond Hall like wildfire. <laughs> um, wow. And uh, you are rushed, and they all like clapping you on the back, clapping Jack on the back. You're you're not like a celebrity in the Starfinder Society, but like how many Brennery ride on top of a, a drone? Can't be that many. Uh, yeah. There's only about uh, 50 people who have apartments in this. So like you, you may not be fast friends with everyone, but definitely you are all aware of each other. Uh, and they're just clapping you on the back, cheering you, clapping, thanking oh. you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, you, you saved, yeah, you saved my, you saved my girlfriend, you saved my boyfriend. Uh, then they find out they're dating the same person and it's a thruple. Thruple? Oh. Oh. Reeple? Hey, I don't kink shame, so it's okay. Uh, but you are, uh, like, everyone's just cheering for you, uh, praising you for your service. I look to see if Tally's there, because I know we live in the same building. Yep. Uh, you look around, Tally would stick out as she is, uh, rather big and uh i feel like if there was a celebration she would uh linebacker her way up to you before anyone else so no you don't see any purple skin tieflings uh but you see the standard crew of q and zisoki sheeran vesk starfire society is a real melting pot for uh, uh representation but um no 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 tally uh but you do see a uh, familiar face kind of like uh, slinking uh, up, and it's uh, your roommate, who I forgot the name of. What the fuck? One sec. You remember the name? Uh, no. It's all good. My bad. That was like episode one, season two. It, it were. Um, search drive, roommate. Anyway, you see your roommate. Uh, <laughs> Hello, he, he walks up. up. <laughs> You're out of uh, rehab. Yeah, man. They told me I, I had to go to rehab, and I was like, "Meh, all right." I mean, uh huh. I'm I'm deep in debt now, but uh, uh -huh. they, they've they've properly cleared me of all of my addictions, man. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, awesome's a subjective, but I'm clean. I'm ready to do Starfinder shit now, man. Yeah. Uh, so you can you can work and you know make the money back, so you don't have any more debt. 
Yeah, and I I know I owe you money. I'm sorry, bro. That's okay. Um, while you were away, I kind of uh. Uh huh. Might might have had to sell some stuff to make uh -huh. my first uh -huh. payment. Uh -huh. So, uh, like, I I'll pay you back, man. Uh, the Starfinders, we're we're headed back out, uh, uh -huh. back to the back to the vast. Uh, I'll 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 take every mission Arvin wants to throw at me. I'll take you know I'll I'll, I'll even work for Radazan. Uh -huh. I'll do it all, man. Just like, mm -hmm. don't be too mad at me when you go up to the room. All right. Are my oysters there? Well. I run. <laughs> okay, uh, you run up. You were on the third floor. I do remember that you were on the third floor. I don't know why I'd remember that and not the very fun roommate that I created. Uh, I think I left it vague just because I'm a shit. Um, but yeah, you the, the lift takes you up. Uh, as you like open up to the third floor, people uh, like roaming around, they'll see you and they start to uh, swarm you again. Oh no, Jack! Yep. <laughs> so a whole lot more like, oh my God, you're back! You're alive! You saved us! Oh, we're great! Thank you! Long live the hero of Hammond Hall! And they're like, it's like a, it's like a college dormitory. It, it wasn't. You, it was all tally. What tally? And they're like looking around. Yeah, when Where's you see her, give her a big hug. Oh, of course! Yeah, yeah, she's great! Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh. So we're gonna throw a party tonight. You know, you're gonna come, right? We're we've we've looted oh. some of the the venture captain's uh, uh private lobby stash. Um, maybe. I gotta go find a, a cat shit first. A, a a cat shit? Yeah. Do I have any oysters at home? Tell me. Uh, so if Jack is going to like. <laughs> Uh, excuse me, friends. We need to see two things, and there, he's like going to like push his way through, and I get to your thing, and there are oysters in your apartment. Oh, thank God! Right on the counter, out in the open, <sighs> next to where the refrigerator used to be, which was next to where the washing machine used to be, oh, which is this. next to where two of your drone chassis used to be. Oh no. And uh, everywhere where you left them, like, you know, where you stored them or whatever, and, like, there is nothing in this. There, There's clothes piled. There's your clothes, Brennery-sized clothes. But uh, where everything, like, you, I don't know how messy or organized Keat is, but where you left everything is a, a little post-it note that says, I owe you one refrigerator. I owe you one <sighs> stealth drone. I owe no. you... Yeah. So there's um, nothing, almost nothing in here. But there is an oyster sitting open out unrefrigerated for days on a counter. Is my is my hover drone here at least? Uh I'm not going to be a complete asshole. Yes, your hover drone is here. I wasn't um, taking all of them away from you, but he definitely sold everything else in here. Microwave spare batteries but yes uh you you walk up and uh the floor's spotless because uh zipping up nothing over... on it well yeah uh so <laughs> the... completely clean no not a speck of dust anywhere as a hover drone zips up to you 
and uh, pulls up a, a diagram of everything they've cleaned and uh, dusting, check. Vacuum, check. Hazard. And it just kind of does like a... I'm going to be putting sounds effects in, in post, but it just kind of does weird little noises in response. Uh, I pat it on its head. It looks a lot like... You guys seen Flubber? Oh, Jesus Christ. It kind of yeah. looks like that little drone thing. Yeah. Oh, wow. I was going to say, why hasn't that been remade? But people won't let anyone touch that movie now. Um mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, those things are cool. Fuck. Wonder if that uh, movie's aged well. I bet you it has. I uh, but I don't know. It. Um <laughs> maybe I can watch it with the with the group. Uh so I go into my room and I look mm -hmm. for like a little blanket or something. There's a blanket. There's clothes. There's no okay. dresser. There's no bed frame. I... There's a mattress. Mm. You'd be surprised uh, how in demand a uh, Brennery-sized uh, box spring will go for at Atsalam Station. So I grab my blanket and hopefully a pillow. Sure. I'll give you a pillow. And I go wrap my oyster in okay. the blanket and then I leave through the back door. Okay. Yeah. You, uh, you, you pack it all up. So how many drone chassis did you have total? I had I, three. I had one of each of the standards. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Whoops. Um, yeah, yeah. He he sold he sold that shit. Uh, but you have a stack of IOUs, and you know, I really need to give a name for this uh, this asshole. Um, hey, Carl. Carl. Yeah. You're you have you have a, a solid dozen IOUs from Carl. So yeah, you pack things up. Everything fits into that blanket just fine. Real yeah. easy packing job. Um, all my one oyster. All of your one oyster. I don't know if that needs to be refrigerated. I don't need oysters. Um, oh. uh, so I will just shed my... I, I will cover my face in Jack's uh, trench coat. Sure. As I tear up having lost my chassis. My chassis. Yep. Uh, and grab Zoe from the air and just like hold it mm -hmm. and my oyster mm -hmm. uh, keep the shell because I'm going to do something with that later gouge out Carl's eyes no I won't okay. even say bye to him I'm just going to lead through the back okay give uh, me a stealth check as uh... don't make me do this you took everything from me at least let me stealth in peace I got a 17 plus 5 fuck you I got a 2 on the die uh, you're <laughs> fine um, <laughs> yeah you're able to slip out the back um, uh, Jack does uh, real spetsnaz shit and uh, gets you out of Hammond Hall without being confronted by another crowd <sighs> of Starfinder Society agents praising you for your heroics mm -hmm. and uh you slip out of this area called drifters drifters end um and where are you headed uh how do cred sticks work if you split them just i imagine it is like you you just transfer it from one to another yeah so that you yeah. have two instead of one kind of like okay. uh 
There's a there's a Justin Timberlake sci-fi movie. Can't believe I said that sentence. Wow. That's the name of this episode. Right on. Uh, so, like, there was that movie where, like, money was gone. You just transferred how many minutes of life. And, like, you just, like, put your arm up to someone. You could give them some more. And there's a whole talk about class. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone does. It was it was talk of the year. Uh, uh, but, like, you could just, like, touch cred sticks and transfer them that way. You could okay. plug them in. Yeah, I'm, I'm well, basically hand wavy when it comes to cred sticks. I'll 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 grab my sonic screwdriver and so, two empty cred sticks, and then True. one of the three that I got from Arvin, uh -huh. and transfer 667 to two of them, the two empty <laughs> okay. ones. Okay. Uh, and find the directions to the cat ship, as I aptly named it. Oh, the cat ship. I thought you were saying cat shit. I was like, I don't, I don't know what we're, joke we're going for here. Cat ship. My bad. Yeah, yeah, cat ship. The meow meow ship. And uh, yeah. I will just, I will just cuddle my only drones left and wait for the rest of them. Okay. Um, wow. And yeah. So I'm going to leave you. Uh, Jack is uh, <laughs> running through the halls of Absalom Station. Uh, he doesn't really tire. He doesn't really get tired, so he can make it there. And uh, I'm going to push on back to... Oh, shit, I didn't mean to make you depressed. I'm not sorry. We will uh, zoom over to the Click Clack Club, where... Uh, Fuck. Uh, sorry. Uh, no, you're good. Where uh, Occam has uh, left the VR booth, has uh, met up with uh, Tally. And... Um, <clears throat> You're, okay, there, there's a map coming up. Um, I just realized uh, if you just search augments in Hidden Truth, instead of specifying which ones, they sort them by what system they use. Oh, hell yeah. So you don't have to be like, okay, this one uses this, and this one uses this. You can just be like, Brr. Yep. It's nifty. Okay, so yeah, we will zoom back up to the Click Clack Club. C3, as some people call it. C cubed, as others call it. But, uh, Occam, you've, you've stepped out of the VR booth. You have a client. Uh, Big Greasy wants you to um, work with them in the coming days to uh, retrieve their uh, last record, their LP. I think I said LP. Uh, their, their, their last album with their previous managers. So it's going to be a few days before you can link up with them. But uh, you and Tally are in the Click Clack Club. There's music playing, uh, people dancing, sports ball, sports disc, sports stick, playing on all the screens. And um, I put you all on a map if you're on there. Cool. If not, it's all good. But uh, there is a bit of a stage in the center area. And um, there's a sign like flashes on. It says, open mic night. And... Uh, very timidly walking up it's like a kind of like a fashion show or a strip club situation kind of runway up top and uh kind of timidly walking out is a um modestly dressed android and uh they hold up a data pad and uh, they go up to the microphone and there's immediately that that feedback sound um and uh they're going to uh read some poetry and um I will give somebody a prize if uh, they can parse my words and uh, 
translate them uh, when I finish to uh, what what I blatantly ripped off. So they uh, go, <clears throat> hello, hi, I'm good. I, I do picture when he when the feedback happens, mm-hmm. rather than him adjusting the mic, he adjusts his, himself. That's perfect. Yeah. Yep. Um, just, just, uh, just, uh, pale blue skin, the, the kind of like uh, electricity circuits kind of like going up and down their face and they hold up their data pad. Okay. Hello. Hi. Um, I'm, uh, Cynthia. This is my, my open night, open mic thing. Uh, okay. I, um, They were a velocity-focused being that never missed a maintenance check. A, salu- a superlative example of their species and gender I have ever encountered. Possessing blind sight within a zone of truth, they bull-rushed me with their amazing musculature. <clears throat> Due to the fact they were particularly greedy, I struggled to breathe. They expected my arrival, but I had already materialized. All around us, the bulkheads warped around us. In difficult terrain, I was experiencing mental fatigue. Double attempts at diplomacy, singularly exemplary to them I was owned. No praise necessary, this was a matter of course. They consumed my essence with repeated occurrence. I needed to restore temperature equilibrium to continue, but I've returned to try again. Thank, thank you. And uh, they, they like, where they were like timidly walking out, they just bolt out the back. They just sprint. Um, and uh, just silence falls on the Click Clack Club for the first time all day. All right. Anyone? No one? I, you know, if if I had wrote it down and sit here and read yeah, yeah, it yeah. and have time to think about it, I probably okay. could figure it out. Sure, I am going to copy it and paste. Is this it a pu- is this what we're, Oh, this would be we get a puzzle to solve. Is oh no no, it's is? not no that this is like a side thing. Uh, so what are you saying? Like figuring out what? So what? I'm going. I I I wrote this poem. It is actually a blatant rip well not blatant it is a ripoff of something i'm just curious if any of my people are good with words i'm thinking it's gonna be a song that's a good guess um but so back into the episode we're gonna wrap things up with uh the the silence falls in the click clack club wow thanks for drawing that guys i'll screenshot that for the (laughs) listeners um but uh you're sitting there it's quiet and uh out of the corner, uh, like tally where you're like, there's a table where you guys are at. Uh, you can see, uh, that people are just kind of like stunned silence for a bit. And then the music picks back up. But, uh, as you're kind of just sitting there, um, tally, you had a, a quite a few drinks, but you've been killing it with the fortitude save. So you're not even buzzing more at this point. Uh, I'd like both yep. of you to give me a perception check. I have to actually pull dice out now. I'm sorry. I'm a real piece of actually shit. take them out. Oh, come on, where's the D20? You're roboting. No, actually, well. No, I was just yelling at Sean. Am I still roboting, Sean? I was gonna say you're you just roboted. Okay. Cool. He was playing his character. Yes. 
<laughs> you're not anymore. Cool, thank you. Yep, both of you, perception, please. That would be a 17, which is okay. really 15. good for me. Okay. Wow, I beat Akron. Okay. Uh, so, Epsilon Station is uh, fully secluded. There's not rainfall. Um, but you are kind of like this club, like, is in a darkened kind of secluded part of the station. Uh, where you both are sitting, because I rolled so lowly, you see uh, out of the window, climbing down ladders, uh, two very well-armed uh, noirs. You mean like minotaurs? Yes. Starfinder minotaurs. Climbing down a ladder outside. They walk up, start to walk up, and as you see them walk up out of the window, they, they got a, a, a three on the die for stealth. N-U-A-R, noir. I don't know. Uh, that's what Starfinder calls their minotaur people. They have minotaur-like abilities, and they look like uh, upright bull creatures with tons of cybernetics. But as they walk up, you see them pull out rifles and start walking up towards the door. Put my hand. Uh, actually, I'm gonna grab. I'm gonna put my hand on the. Uh, on my dragon. Yeah, I'm gonna put my hand on my dragon glaive. Okay. And I'm. This is not. I. I don't think I need to make any sort of a <clears throat> sense move to know this is a. No, this you is see looking them like a bad situation. Yeah, you see them trying to skulk, but because of your uh, both of your excellence. Okay, uh, because of your excellent perception scores and their terrible stealth uh, towards there, and uh, we're going to uh, leave off with the sound of uh, two shots ringing out against the doors of the Click Clack Club. Like this is a stick up? Absolutely, it's a stick up. <laughs> yeah, who's in trouble now? Yeah! Well, you, clearly. I mean, after that, uh, you know, unfortunate series of events. Oh, I'm in no more trouble than I've ever been. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so these two noir uh, fire round after round into the walls and doors of the Click Clack Club. And uh, Tally and Occam are going to have to defend the bar denizens uh, next time on Hex Grid Heroes. Same Hex time, same Hex channel. Hex Squid Hero! Yeah. Say, say Hex Squid. squid. Yeah, that's what I heard. Squid game. Heroes? It's a Hex Squid. Yeah. Hex Squid game. We can call it that from now on, guys. Let's cash in on uh, that. All right. Uh, this is where I tell the fandom that this is my last episode. Cool. Right on. What? Okay. <laughs> what I haven't seen Squid Game, so I don't know if it's good or bad. I just hear people talking. No, it's not. You can't leave now. You know, you knew that, right? Hex all squid my stuff's game. gone. <laughs> all my stuff's gone. Don't worry, Brash is building anymore. Hey everyone, it's your GM and editor Don here. Um, that la that kind of last bit with the android giving uh, poetry, uh, that was something silly I had in mind. I I had ideas of like, oh, I'm gonna take a, a very popular song and like try and like run it through this 
synonym thesaurus filter, I guess. Uh, I don't know. i curious what people think. Uh, hit me up on Twitter, at HexgridHeroes, uh, if you figure it out. If you didn't figure it out, uh, ask me just what the hell was I talking about, because... Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I thought I was clever that day. Uh, listening back now, it's kind of cringe, but uh, I'll leave it in if anyone else is fun has fun with words. Um, yeah, that's us. Uh, next week we will have the fight between Akim, Tally, and those noir individuals. But I do want to jump in and say that uh, on top of this game, you can check me out. Every other Thursday, uh, next game will be December 16th, 2021. Uh, every other Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern, I am GMing a group of friends of the show in a Starfinder adventure path. I'm <laughs> I'm not giving up on homebrew, but I am running a, a, a pre-written adventure with my own flair added to it. But it's, uh, it's Horizons of the Vast, the uh, Kingmaker in Space adventure path. The, uh, the stream's been fun. We've only had uh, one full session, but people greeted us very warmly. We have since converted that to an audio podcast, uh, so the show and the podcast will be called Horizons Unknown. Uh, I will. It'll be on social media. Uh, you probably already heard about it because that's all I've been talking about, but I'm having a lot of fun with this group. I'm having a lot of fun with this book. Um and I really think it's helped me level up uh, as far as GMing. Like, I feel like every session of any game, I, like, I'm gaining experience each time. And it, I feel uh, uh, tangible improvements each time. So I hope you join us uh, every other Thursday on the Twitch channel of Hexgrid Heroes. You can find us there. Um, kind of rambling now. But do check us out. It's fun. Uh, there's going to be uh, opportunity for audience interaction, but uh, this show will continue, of course. But uh, this is just a little side thing I'm doing with some cool people. Uh, definitely check us out, and I will see you all, speak to you all soon. Thanks.